This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 995, How to Calculate Your Debt-to-Asset Ratio and Check If It's Good, part one, by Ramit Sethi of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. And I am Dan, I'm your host and narrator, bringing you some of the best blogs on personal finance seven days a week, and a happy small business Saturday to you, if you're taking part in that in your particular community. And a quick reminder, you are automatically entered into our book raffles if you're part of our free weekly newsletter mailing list. We give away a book to a random person on that list on the first of every month, which is tomorrow. So now is the time to join. It's totally free. Just come by oldpodcast.com. For now, let's get to today's post from Ramit as we start optimizing your life. How to Calculate Your Debt-to-Asset Ratio and Check If It's Good Part 1 by Ramit Sethi of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com Here's what debt-to-asset ratio means. When you're a business, in other words, you have your own business or side hustle, your debt-to-asset ratio represents the total amount of debt you owe compared to your total amount of assets. This determines how much lenders will be willing to give you and helps you be aware of how much you owe to creditors. If you're an individual, the debt-to-asset ratio won't be as relevant to you but your debt-to-income ratio will be. That's the number representing the total amount of debt you owe compared to your income. Mortgage lenders, bank loans, and anyone giving you credit will take a look at your debt-to-asset or income ratio in order to determine how much they're willing to lend you. Your debt-to-asset ratio or debt-to-income ratio could mean the difference between securing a loan for your business or home and not getting a single dime from a lender. To help you get a better understanding of it, Let's break down what debt-to-asset ratio might look like in real life. Explain like I'm five, debt-to-asset ratio. Let's say an unemployed acquaintance of yours, we'll call him Jeff, asks to borrow $10 from you. What do you do? Immediately, with your $10 in hand, you'll ask yourself a bunch of questions about Jeff, including, do I trust Jeff? Will Jeff pay me back? Whoa, why is the guy from Hamilton on the $10 bill? Hard to answer these questions, right? Now pretend a third person, your mutual friend Mary, tells you that Jeff borrowed 100 bucks from her last week and hasn't paid it back. Now what do you do? You slip your $10 back into your pocket and move on. In a nutshell, this is debt-to-asset ratio. However, that's not the only debt ratio you need to understand. In IWT fashion, we're going to give you the rundown on three debt ratios that are going to matter the most to you, your life, and or your business. They are debt-to-asset ratio, debt-to-equity ratio, and debt-to-income ratio. It's so important to keep these numbers in mind to be aware of your debt, if you have any, that is, because when they're out of whack, they can stifle your ability to make some big purchases. Debt-to-asset ratio, important for businesses. Note, if you're not a small business owner or don't run your own side hustle, you can skip this and go to the debt-to-income ratio. Like your credit score, your debt-to-asset ratio is a number one that shows you how much of your assets, things like your cash, investments, inventory, etc., were paid with debt, including credit cards, bank loans, student loans, and mortgages, and pretty much any instance that you owe money to someone. The way you calculate your debt-to-asset ratio is simple. Take the amount of debt you owe and divide it by the value of the assets you own. Then take that number and multiply it by 100 so you get a percentage. That's your debt-to-asset ratio. It'll look something like this dollar amount of debt you owe plus dollar amount of assets you own equals debt-to-asset ratio. And then debt-to-asset ratio times 100 equals debt-to-asset ratio percentage. It's really that simple. 
So what is a good debt-to-asset ratio? The higher your debt-to-asset ratio is, the more you owe and the more risk you run by opening new lines of credit. According to Michigan State University professor Adam Kantrovich, any ratio higher than 30%, or 0.3, may lower the borrowing capacity for your business. That's why it's so smart for you, especially if you're a business owner or freelancer, to know your debt-to-asset ratio. However, the amount your debt-to-asset ratio affects your business will vary from industry to industry. For example, businesses that offer internet services generally don't require a lot of debt up front to start, and that means they'll typically have lower debt-to-asset ratios on average. However, industries such as production or retail require a lot of debt upfront in order to get started. As a result, it's not uncommon to see higher debt-to-asset ratios among them. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled How to Calculate Your Debt-to-Asset Ratio and Check If It's Good by Ramit Sethi of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. It's no secret that something always comes up when you're running a small business. It's time to take the pain out of payroll benefits and HR and put the joy back in running your business with Gusto. Gusto's payroll and HR services can make it a little easier. Gusto was designed for you, the small business owner. They take the pain out of running a business, automatically calculating paychecks, filing payroll taxes, setting up open enrollment. Gusto does it all. Want more? Time tracking, health insurance, 401k, onboarding, commuter benefits, offer letters, access to HR experts, you get the idea. With Gusto, you can focus on the joy of running your business. It's super easy to set up and get started. And if you're moving from another provider, Gusto can transfer all your data for you. It's no surprise 94% of customers are likely to recommend Gusto, 94. Here's the best part. Because you're a listener, you get three months totally free. All you have to do is go to gusto.com OFD. Again, that's gusto.com slash OFD. I'm telling you, you're gonna love Gusto. Get started today. And that'll do it for another installment of Optimal Finance Daily. Hope you have a very happy Saturday if you're listening in real time. Thanks for being here each and every day and listening and sharing the show with others too. And I'll see you back here tomorrow as we start a brand new week in the Sunday show. And we'll finish up this post for you. So see you there where your optimal life awaits.